Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Strong Style with my so fashionable co-host, Joel Pearl. (laughs) Black shirt's all you need. I'm wearing jeans. That's different. I mean, ever since we locked down and came out of it. I know. There's been a lot of sweatpants in my life, but I'm back to jeans once in a while for the right people. You're one of the right people. I'm not wearing jeans. Sorry. Um, Is your light in the background there um, pink? Yes. For you, I will do pink. Yes. It matches. Oh. I want to get a little matchy matchy for us. Underneath, I think it's blue, but you can't really see that light. I've got a standing (laughs) desk now. So I went and so I moved. I got to move everything again because the backlighting is messed up. But with the lighting, I can now match it to some of the shows that I do and change things up and make it a little different. So for you, you get pink. That's very cute. I like that. That's fancy. I just have a bright ass light over here and a train (laughs) coming by my house right now. So So I now live behind a train track too. Oh no. But I'm also on the 17th floor. So I don't think I'm, I, I feel and I hear it, but you don't get it as badly. Like I don't yeah, hear I'm as on, much. I'm I'm on the second floor of my house, <laughs> so it's right there. I can hear it. But a bunch of Torontonians watching this, being like, "Gosh, she's got a house." <laughs> yeah, but I don't have healthcare, so <laughs> it's a trade-off. Yeah. It's true. Yes. All right. So we are here to talk about the looks of Full Gear, which. The name is Full Gear, and there was not—it was not full of great gear, if if we're being honest. I there was some stuff that like looked really cool, and we're going to talk about it. And then there was some gear that was like, you didn't have to go that route. You could have stuck with what you know, or you could have done something a, a different play on what you're used to. So, you know, props to creators creating and trying new things. Um, and this isn't exactly like AEW's biggest pay-per-view of all their pay-per-views so it's kind of like if you're going to try something i guess this is the one to try but yeah not everything worked and i'm sure we're going to talk about some of the stuff that did not work yeah um and it really felt like even a lot of people didn't even try like new colors like everything was just kind of the same so i don't know um i was not super impressed I'm missing a nail too. I was not super impressed. You're the right person with, to be talking um, about fashion then. Yeah. I actually broke this the morning that I was flying to Newark. I went to put on my high tops. And when I stuck my hand down to like put my foot into it, my nail broke off. That's why you invested. But in it, did, it didn't break down. It didn't break down to the quick this time. So I didn't have to like scream and cry and everything. Oh, okay. That's not but, so the Next um, time you need a shoehorn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I need to be like my 63 year old father. So (laughs) we will start this off with the best look. I don't want to say the best gear. The best look of the night was Jade. Yes. Certainly the most striking. Yes. Jade has started the thing with her pay-per-views where she kind of does like a full cosplay and she looked fantastic. She always looks fantastic. It's not like it's, you know, something different. She always looks fantastic. For the Fightful Awards, actually, we have, I believe it's her Revolution gear. 
maybe mm. well, one of them. We have one of them nominated. Um, the one where she had the green wig, I believe that was Revolution. But um, yeah, so her look was great. She, I like the body paint. Not doing tights did not do her favors. Um, she recognized it. She posted about Twitter. Guess I won't just wear a leotard again. Um, there's a way to do good. it. She looked great. Yeah. There's just there's a way to do it. I mean, like, she tried her best to to make this this look work. She mm -hmm. was trying to look like Chitara from uh, Thundercats, and like yes. she pulled off the idea. Like the concept was a hundred percent there. And if she was doing a photo shoot like this, amazing aces would have been. Everyone would have been like running to the to the vending machines to to take that snack instead oh yeah instead she had to wrestle in it and that's kind of where the conversation flips to like can is it functional and fashionable and in this case it wasn't functional it, it definitely gave her a lot of trouble yes and i was actually speaking to one of my friends about this because she was like she always looks so great but she always has issues like with her gear not and i said a lot of it is her physique I mean, yeah. a lot of female gear makers aren't used to someone that has a physique like her. And I said, honestly, I feel like she should maybe like talk to Charlotte because Charlotte is probably the closest, like, you know, the broader shoulders and everything. She's probably the closest to her because I think that that's part of the issue. Jade is newer. So most of the people go through their learning curve of gear and they're not on TV. Right. You know, so she's newer, so she's still kind of learning what works for her body. And I think that she definitely needs to do a few adjustments on things, but she looked great. It just wasn't functional, but it is what it is. I mean, match is over. She won. She's still champion. And there we are. Mm -hmm. Like, realistically like points to her for trying something different because how many times can you redo storm from x-men you know exactly. and and, and as, as much as she wants to play storm uh she also had mentioned wanting to play Jitara, so this is kind of her her opportunity to be like look what i can do but yeah. uh, it, it looked different she obviously put a lot of time and effort into the into the gear and came out it was again it was striking I remember watching it mm -hmm. i was just like oh she looks good so, uh, yeah. you know, props to her for, for trying it and, and making it work for her. And when I think about gear in AEW, she has most of the standouts of like ones that I can remember when she did the money one and with the um, She-Hulk. And I mean, like, she just, she has great ideas. She just needs to find someone that can fit it towards her very amazing body where yeah. it's not going to be she's having to adjust the whole time and things like that but yeah i thought that she looked great and someone else that looked great who we hadn't seen in gear in a long time was the former page who i would say she played a little bit off of her page gear but a more matured version now so it, yeah. it felt like a mix almost between Paige and Lita. And when she was told, or at least when she was pushed in the way of saying your gear is very China inspired, Soraya mm -hmm. had also mentioned on Twitter that 
there was some China inspiration in her gear, uh, in her gear pick. So she came out in in that kind of black leather along with the um, the mesh, but the mesh is all cut mm-hmm. up in, in different ways. And yes. it looked good. And so something that I was very interested in was what Soraya's gear would look like. Because like you said, she's been out of the ring for five years. It's been a long time. Yeah. So she's older, she's grown, she's changed physically, emotionally, so on and so forth. This was an opportunity for the world to see what she would come out in. Personally, like, wasn't I wasn't like floored by it, but I shouldn't have been shocked. I shouldn't have expected like explosion of color or anything like that. Right. But it was it was different, and it was different enough. And I think maybe as she gets more confident with coming back into the ring, her gear might also tell that story. And I liked it a lot because I'm a fan of gear that looks like that. That's kind of my my mm-hmm. thing. So I like the gear a lot. The one thing I did not like was the flannel tied around the waist when she was also wearing a jacket. It was too much for me. So that must have been a callback to when she was doing the page stuff towards mm-hmm. the end with Absolution, right? Yes. And the, the jacket, I mean, so everyone rips on, not rips on, but like mentions that it's the Effie jacket. Everyone keeps mm-hmm. coming out with a, a biker jacket with spikes and it's Effie started the trend and now everyone's <laughs> trying to steal Effie's trend and... I feel for Effie because the man is a trendsetter, <laughs> but here's yes. Soraya doing the same thing in whatever that jacket is. Cause it's cool looking, but like, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's so all over the place. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. I, I wasn't a fan. I think that if she would have just had the flannel, it would have looked better with the outfit. I wasn't a fan with the jacket as well. It just, it was too much for me with both of them. One or the other would have been a better option, but yeah. I think that uh, hers looked great as well. And I think that that was a good option for her return to the ring. Like, and I love that she is still the palest person in the history of the world. I mean, if you're paler than Seamus, you're doing something. So. Do you think, do you think that she's going to go back to the purple gear that she would have or some variation on purple gear because that was something she would do back when she started in NXT, even before when she was wrestling, you know, in the British Indies and things like that. Right. Do you think it would look good on her? I think that it would because I think like, you know, the purple and black always looks good. So she's got mm-hmm. the black hair and she, but honestly, I don't know. I think that she might stick with just the solid black now. I mean, when you're coming into a new company, you kind of have to find your spot so you don't want your gear to be too much like anyone else's so i think that if she just sticks with the black like we know the red and black is is tony storm always the half and half red like that's just her thing i didn't even include include tony on here because that's kind of what she always wears so it's just kind of like different gears that she goes through and yeah yeah that's just kind of what she wears so i think that her kind of her thing is like the punk black you know like i think that that's a good spot for her because even ruby like ruby still she's got the bright hair she's got the punk look but she's still got the bright hair and bright you know everything if she ever gets to come back and wrestle after she gets and, dropped on the hair. and ruby also still does the the half tights too right where she has yes. the one leg free yes. so she shows off the tattoos and like that people you know, they remember that look. So mm-hmm. for her, it doesn't matter what color she's wearing. It's more the shape and the design of, of the yes. tights she's wearing. With Soraya, like I could see her doing maybe the black and purple, black and dark blue, like the darker tone colors would work really mm-hmm. well with her 
with her physique and with her um, with her skin tone. You know, yes, so I, I could see her going with that. Just doing black all the time, it can get a little boring. You know, you're not Steve Austin. You're not, you know, you're not just doing doing that one lane. You've got more to you. So I'd like to see her kind of switch it up down the road too. I will say, um, it's funny how much fashion has changed since she wrestled before because when she was here before everybody all the women were like the super super low cut bottoms and everything show off their whole stomach and now it's become more of the high-waisted thing as with the normal fashion world everything's kind of high-waisted mid-waist now and she had more of a high waist on it and you know she's 30 years old now things are sitting different so (laughs) I, I did like that she had the higher waist with the mesh and everything. That was one of the first things that I noticed because I'm like, I feel you. We got to do high waist now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she was kind of like figuring that out during the gear process, yeah. being like, what's going to look good? I mean, good? she what's hasn't had good? two kids like I have, but right. still. <laughs> I'm sure her best so, friend Renee was, was also in her ear being like, this works better than this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Renee always looks amazing. Always. Um, so then we had her opponent, Britt, who yes. kind of did the same thing that she always does. Um, Britt's, hers is pretty typical, but she looked great. And I thought that her hair looked good. I mean, she kind of always does the same with that too. Yeah. But the stark contrast of their two looks in the ring i really liked too i really um i believe i included a picture here for you that was like them kind of looking at each other and just the difference in it i really liked that a lot yeah there's there's such a really cool dichotomy they're both wearing dark colors soraya and Britt baker brit's wearing like a a emerald green and i love green Mm -hmm. gear like i love Green is my favorite color. And she pulls off green really well, too. Yeah, and it's not bright green. It's not lime green. It's like a dark emerald green. And the the, the tights she's wearing almost look like it's velour. So it's not mm-hmm. just kind of matte. It kind of pops a bit. And then you've got the gold-ish yellow trim, which uh, for her looks really good all the time. So I, I really like the gear. It's it's subtle. It's simple. And something on commentary mm-hmm. that they pointed out, which I, I love this because it's so inside baseball. It was, you know, get new gear because you want to get it on the new toy. That's why you change up the gear is because every time a new toy comes out, guess what they got to do? They got to refresh the gear. So it's a brand new toy and therefore more money in your pocket. (laughs) That, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It doesn't make sense why they had to make 87 Cody Rhodes uh, figures then because he He kept selling. Damn it. He kept getting a new belt. Yeah. He had to (laughs) tattoo, no tattoo, you know, just whatever, Right. whatever you're feeling. And then, Staying on the women, we had Jamie Hayter. Who, oh my God, maybe one of the most gorgeous people I have ever seen in person. She walked down. So I've, I've seen her at shows before, but not like where I could see her face very well. You know, um, I was second row at all out, but they all kind of came in and you, you couldn't see, but being on the ramp, watching her walk down, that woman is beautiful. Yeah. Like she is just strikingly gorgeous, which I also think Tony storm is beautiful. Tony has like a different look about her with the more squared jaw and everything. And I think that they're both gorgeous, 
They both looked great. I enjoyed that match. I wouldn't say that it was like the greatest match ever, but I wanted Jamie to win. So that was fun. And <laughs> I just thought I loved her. Um, I don't know if it's like a jacket or if it's, I couldn't see it well enough or if it's like a cape that she came down in. It's got sleeves and it attaches at the front. So I'm going to say that it's a jacket. Okay. I, I couldn't tell if it like just, you know, but she, she looked fantastic. That whole look was great. And I thought it was a really good look to win the title. in. she has a unique look in AEW too, where there are, we may not see the women a whole lot, but there are a lot of women and a lot of blondes and she is still very distinguishable, which is a hard thing to do when you have people like that. So I thought she looked great. It was also a different style of gear for her. It wasn't the mm-hmm. typical um, Jamie Hader gear that you'll see on right. on every episode of Dynamite or Rampage. She had actually done a different design and it looked really good. Um, the jacket that you're talking about is like this weird fur faux fur with like chains and it's very 10,000% something I would wear. Yeah, exactly. You would be, yeah, something you'd be caught dead in. It's great. And, and just the, the look is really interesting with Jamie because you're right. She is, she's beautiful. She's striking. You, you point her out in a car in a crowd. I got to ask you the bangs. How do you feel about this new trend of having different color bangs in the rest of your hair? You're someone who has had, you know, the split color and the ombre and, and all that stuff. What do you think about the bang? Would you do something like that? And also, like, is it appealing to you? I think that it looks great on her. And I think that there are not as many people that can pull that off as, like, the split dye. Because the split dye, you know, I was blonde on this side. And I had this color on this side. And I changed it... I just had a hair appointment yesterday, but I changed it a month before that. I go every four weeks. So I changed it a month before that after having it for like eight months. And I am still like drowning in sorrow that I got rid of it, but I can't just go straight back to blonde. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think that more people, I saw a lot of people at the show with split dye hair. Um, A lot of people with split dye hair. I don't think I saw anyone else with the bangs. I really liked it on her though. I think that she pulls it off really well. Actually, when I went to get my hair done, one of the things that I wanted to do was go all red and then have just this right here be blonde. Oh, the fringes, But I have so much breakage in my hair and I was like, I don't think that that's a good idea. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we decided to take a break from it, but um, I don't think a lot of people can just pull off bangs in general. And she pulls them off really well. She pulls off the color really well. And maybe it's just like her confidence in it. Because I know we spoke about that on the last one. Like a lot of it is just being confident in what you're wearing or how you look and everything. And that may just be like, she's like, this looks good. And so everybody else is like, yeah, that does look good. You know, so. And and I think there's maybe there is a, a, a way to wear that, the the color bangs. Because her hair is normally pretty like brunette and blonde. And so she just kind of took the blonde and put it in front as well, but it's not, yeah. but it's like a silvery look. Whereas someone like Persia Parada, uh, Steph Delander 
is doing the same thing, but she's doing like wild, crazy colors. Mm -hmm. And so it stands out a bit differently and some people love it and some people don't, but like, it's just this different hairstyle that I've been seeing uh, become a little more prevalent, at least in, in wrestling, if not elsewhere. It's pretty cool. But she looked great. I I mean, Jamie Hayter looked fantastic. Something totally different, something that ushers in a new era for her as, as AEW interim women's champion. Um, And I just hope that she's able to take that division, you know, further. Yes, for sure. And the crowd was staunchly behind her as well. I mean, they were booing Tony Storm. So, you know, good for her. We had Max and Mox who were in their typical um, looks. Mox had a little bit of color, which is usually not his thing. He did have some color in his sweatpants. It was vacation um, coming out. Yeah. The people that were around me are like, why is he in sweats? And like going on and on. And I'm like, uh, they look comfortable as hell. Like he can just go backstage. He's already comfortable. Like he's not out here in these little bitty ass tights. He doesn't have to worry about anything coming out. Like he knows what he's doing. He comes back. He can kick off the boots have himself a Marlboro Red and a sandwich, and he'll be happy until the end of the night. I mean, if you listen to Renee's podcast, The Sessions, she talked about how it took her years to get him to stop sleeping in jeans. Like, he he would sleep in jeans. She got him out of jeans, and he is never fucking going back. Like, he is sweatpants all the time. Uh, you got to be ready for anything, anytime. That's why I sleep in jeans. Yeah. Who can blame him? <laughs> I'm in sweats. Go. Wear your sweats, Mox. Take your vacation. It's cold in Ohio. That's right. If Shinsuke Nakamura can go surfing, let Mox fish. Let Mox fish in sweatpants. That's right. Leave the man alone. What did you think? So, I, know, I know you didn't mention Jungle Boy but I want to bring up Jungle Boy's tights because they were different from what he would normally wear. It was kind of a grown-up experience for him. What do you think of those tights from, from him? <laughs> he was not Jungle Boy. He was Jack Perry. You're right. He was Jungle and Young Adult. He was Jungle um, I'm Growing Up. And, you know, I'm going to love it because it was Shawn Michaels inspired. Yes. So I adored it. He looked great. That man's hair is a freaking national treasure. Like, I always love seeing his mom and sister because they all have the same hair. And then, like, of course, anybody who knows Luke Perry, which, like, unless you're a child, you should know who Luke Perry is. Like, What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Nobody looks like him in this situation. <laughs> like he he looks exactly like his mother with this hair. I love his hair. His hair is amazing. If anybody ever tells him to cut his hair cut get his hair cut off, they should be like stabbed. Oh, like, God, forever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the he he looked great. I yeah. 
the dark luchasaurus i mean the look is the look it is what it is but we do need to have a moment for turtleneck christian the man has you know proven he's proven that all evil people wear turtlenecks exactly you know someone is a heel when they're wearing the turtleneck looking at you steve jobs i had on a black turtleneck on saturday i understand was that your christian cage cosplay or was this your evil your evil stint coming out um it was my i've gained 30 pounds and i can't fit in any of my clothes that's what it was (laughs) um (laughs) basically but yeah we gotta i mean you have to take a moment to honor Hmm. christian with that look i mean he shows up for pickup at school to pick up his daughter. He is getting the ladies with that turtleneck. I'm telling you. I mean, he probably is not showing up in Tampa with the turtleneck on. What if he is, though? You never know. Ladies, less is more. I mean, more is less and more is more. More is more. Something. He means something. I don't know what he means, yeah. but. <laughs> more, more, more is something. He's flustered. He's thinking about how attractive Christian looked in that turtleneck, and now we don't even know. We don't even know where we're going here. Look at him. Mm. Just. Ah. <laughs> you think you so, think I would wear that? Too? Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about. Uh, okay, dude. As What's we next? carry on, carry on, my wayward son. Oh, so good. we had the return. Of the elite, which was a moment. It was a moment. Um, we were just kind of like chatting before, like the video package and everything that they put up, which I want to watch that video package again because I kind of, you know, I missed part of it. But we were like, are they about to come out to carry on my, like, are they, is this about to happen? And we all started singing it. And then it starts playing. <laughs> like huh? that was the highlight of the night for me was getting to sing that. <laughs> and there's so many people that are young enough that are wrestling fans that don't know that song. And it's kind of like the people that just learned Wild Thing through Mox. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, I know every word to Judas, but what the hell is this song? Like they're like offended. <laughs> By the way, oh. I knew you were singing it. I know you were singing that song in your head. I did not sing. I did not sing Judas. In your head, you were. Sing. You were. You were singing but Judas I, in my mind. But you know, I feel the same about um, the Young Bucks, or as my children call them, Ding Dong and Dummy Dum Dum, <laughs> and Camden um, referred to Kenny Omega as the one with the bad hair the other day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know. I'm not a fan of them, but boy, did I belt some carry on, carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. I was very happy. I was very sad that they weren't incredibly obnoxious with their gear. That is my favorite version of the Young Bucks, the incredibly obnoxious heel Young Bucks. I don't like babyface Young Bucks, but... Mm. I get it. But this case, you know, they were doing the white gear with the E for the elite in the AW kind of uh, popping yeah. out. It was, 
it was what it was. It, it wasn't awful. It was like you said, it, it wasn't it, terrible, it was but it, I like to talk about how terrible the young bucks dress like that. Fair. They deserve like their own corner mm-hmm. for their awful looks. So it was a little disappointing that I didn't get to be like, Oh my God, you look terrible because they didn't look terrible. But no, they, didn't. they did go to Claire's and get their ears pierced. <laughs> and you can check that out on being the elite. Oh, <laughs> so, no. That yes, was a bad do. idea. Don't take your children to Claire's to get their ears pierced. They don't use a needle. Don't do it. Go to a reputable piercing shop. The people, at Claire's aren't even, the people at Claire's are like 20-year-olds that are in college and are not trained on giving piercings. Yeah, <laughs> I just gotta, you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know it's free. There's a reason it's free. Don't do it. Especially when you're the young bucks. Like I know that they were off work for two months. They can still afford a forty (laughs) dollar ear piercing. Oh no, the recession is on. They were they weren't making any money. What are you talking about? As Big E says, it is always a recession in my house. That's right. All right, we gotta talk about the Kenny gear, don't we? Yeah, um, I liked it. Really? I did, and I don't know why. It was very steampunk inspired. It was, but I don't know. I really liked it. I thought that he looked great. Um, I am not a huge Kenny Omega fan. Um, I think he's a great wrestler, but he's never been someone that has been like, oh my God, I have to see Kenny Omega for me. That's Brian Danielson, who is going to stick to that damn maroon gear until he cannot anymore. Until it disintegrates. He's trying to God. be, uh, he's just trying to be, by, uh, what's the word, uh, sustainable. He's looking for sustainable options in his wrestling gear. I guess. That's why he wears that white shirt. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he did come down after the show went off air. Um, Claudio and Brian and... Uh, Yuda came down to console Mox and told him about what Regal had done. And Mox is like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I'm, out of the ring. I'm pretty sure that like Yuda and, and Claudio told Mox what was going on. And Mox is like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then Brian was just like, by the way, we're changing the name to the Blackpool compost club. And that's what <laughs> set Mox off. I'm not putting my apple cores in a different trash can. What are you talking about? That's fair. That's fair. I mean. (laughs) Everything else he was cool with. He's like, yeah, Regal's a snake. It's fine. We'll get him later. I I did really love that um, they had Claudio and Yuta both in like their personalized Blackpool combat, like jackets that said like Swiss and Yuta. And Brian's like, I didn't fucking bring mine. So he was just in his own jacket. (laughs) Like he was not, he was not dressed like everyone else <laughs> brian it's like a hundred dollars can you afford it oh, i can afford it i just don't want it <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know what that was all about but you know as we were talking about kenny i thought kenny looked good yeah. um it kind of felt like he was like the only guy on the show that like really did something different i guess kenny always does a different airbrush tights look and this was no different. Like I'm looking at it now. And like I said, it's very steampunk inspired. I thought originally looking at it that maybe they took one of the Kansas uh, cover artwork 
and he applied it to his tights. It's not the case. The closest one you can think of is like their best of album because it has some blues and some mm-hmm. greens in there. But otherwise, it's just it's just regular Kenny gear. I'm sure there's a some sort of game that he's fashioning it off of. And probably since you and I aren't exactly hardcore gamers. We don't know, but someone in the comments might. So if you're in the comments, go ahead and just. Is just it Mario? That then I don't. Is know. it Mario? <laughs> yeah, it's the new Mario Kart Ragnarok. <laughs> then i probably don't know but exactly yeah um i thought that he looked great there yeah most of the guys on the show maybe did like a a different color or something they didn't just didn't do i mean jungle boy had the hbk inspired and that was kind of like a shot at uh luchasaurus because that's luchasaurus's favorite match so that's why he got the you know it was it was like a subtle nice thing but um, the acclaimed was in their pink and black, like you know, it it, it kind of was what it was as far as the looks went. Sullivan but... Lee did a thing. Yeah, they and they were they doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but they came together as a um, as as another anime group. I can't remember who it was. I'm trying to go through Swerve's thing. Sons of Liberty. Okay. That was okay. his thing. And they, yeah. so they dress like the characters from, from whatever that is. Um, sorry. I, I don't know anime very well, but those two. Yeah, me either. Yeah. But those two apparently had, had kind of put something together, which it doesn't matter because they split up, but coming out together, having some different gear is always nice. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And it was nice to come, like, even if it was just that one thing to have, you know, that look together and everything. But I mean, all in all, that was kind of, that was kind of the show that was kind of, the gear that we were presented, but I would be remiss if I did not say something here about the wonderful Green Ranger mm-hmm. who we lost this week and who has had many, many a wrestling gear inspirations. Uh, most notably, the New Day had their Green Ranger gear and everything. Right. It's always it's always cool when you can recognize it as soon as you see a gear and be like, Oh, that's inspired by this. That's inspired by that. Obviously me and Joel old and we don't speak for yourself. Okay. I'm old. And so I don't know like a lot of the newer references, but when it's the green Ranger, of course, you know, so that was, that kind of was like my travel day home when I saw all of that happening. But yeah, that's, of course, want to honor the Green Ranger, and I am sure that we are going to see a lot of Green Ranger gears yeah. coming up too because of that. Yeah, absolutely. It was a such a so heartbreaking that he passed, uh, Jason David Frank. He, um, yeah, he affected my childhood. Like I, I was a big Power Rangers fan when I was a kid, uh, and just the the effect and the influence that his character had, that he's had. There have been some some old TikToks and some old cameos that have come out of like him with like young fans who are so ecstatic just to meet him. It it, it sucks, man. Like it sucks to lose anybody, especially to uh, to those circumstances that uh, that we lost him to. But uh, huge, yeah. hugely influential as a character, as a, therefore as a human uh, mm-hmm. to so many, including myself. So uh, yeah, yeah it's good to shout good shout out because you're right. A lot of gear was inspired by that man and and what he wore for a long time. Yes. Yes, for sure. So I think that that's all we have to talk about, about not not super full of full gear. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that that's it. Um, I am going to be in Winston-Salem this weekend. 
and I am hopefully going, I have media pass and I'm hopefully going to get some interviews so we can talk about gear and fashion. Um, you know, obviously going to talk to my favorite member of FTR, Dax, about his wonderful, you know, mostly Bret Hart inspired <laughs> choices. So I've already spoken to him about that. But yeah, um, I think Molly Holly, the former Molly oh. Holly is going to be there. Awesome. So hopefully I can speak to her about some of her, you know, because she kind of came up in the era of women and didn't exactly dress like the other women during that time. So I really want to hear her talk about wrestling in like the, um, the gown when she was Miss oh, Mona, yeah. when she was Miss Madness. Yeah. That was that's an experience. a good one. Yeah. I, I would love one. to hear about that. Uh, please tell me you're going to try and talk to Johnny Swinger. Please talk to Swingman. Come on. Throwback. <sighs> Throwbacks forever. That gear, that look, you have to talk to Swingman. Come on. We'll see. Come on. We'll see. Dude. I mean, I really wanted to talk to Candice LeRae but then they pulled them off of it because of Survivor Series. They're a little busy that week. They're a little bit busy. Yeah. Well, and Scarlett. I was going to talk to Scarlett, too, because she's gorgeous. And yeah. she always has great looks. Yeah, she's but. always got something different, too. I don't think I've seen her repeat yes. any of her looks so far in WWE, which is pretty neat. Yes. Yeah. So, But, yeah, hopefully we'll have some stuff coming up next week. Um, I've got all my stuff prepared to go. And uh, I will be helping Sean do interviews for the main channel as well. So check those out as well. Wonderful. Everyone go follow at Share Delaware on whatever forms of social media you find her on. And I am Actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-R-L. There you go. Yeah, you can check me out on that new app that I already forgot what it's called. Hive um, Social. Hive, where I am pretending I am a dating expert and giving advice. So oh, check me dear. out there. That's oh. all I am. I, it's like when you go to a new school, you know, when you're in grade school and you have to move schools and you can be anyone you want to be. So I'm a dating expert. So um, my number one dating tip I will give away for free here. The app is also free, but I will give away for free here. Stick with FarmersOnly.com. You don't have to be lonely. With FarmersOnly.com. And neither do they you. They should pay us. Subscribing. Pay yes. Us. <laughs> I'm trying to segue to the damn channel. Anyway. <laughs> Follow us here at Fightful Overbooked. Easy for me to say. Fightfuloverbooked.com. And while we're at it, uh, check us out. The content daily over at Fightful.com, including the stuff that's here on Overbooked. So with that in mind, ladies, gentlemen, friends, beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.